This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's hour three of the GBAC Nation on 105.3 The Fan. I hope you're having a fantastic day as we are live in Surprise, home of Spring Training 2024. Our presenting sponsor of spring training coverage, Sonic. Mm, good. good. Yeah. It's brought to you by Best Buy Windows and Siding as well. Call 469-WINDOWS. It's brought to you by the on-time experts, uh, air conditioning and plumbing, same-day service, guaranteed. Hope you're having a good one. Uh, we have some Mavs content here for you. And the question out of the gates is, is Luca having a good enough season right now that he's actually in this MVP race? We go to Brad Botkin, CBS. CBS. He actually has 10 NBA storylines here. Maybe we'll get into these other storylines. I do think they're pretty interesting. Chief, you got some rim session stuff we're going to get to as well, right? Absolutely. Some headlines. Some yes, news. sir. Yes, sir. Um, now, right out of the gates, I think wins is a terrific way of measuring MVP. Like in the NFL, I think it's weird that the quarterback on the team with the most wins, we pretend like he's the best player in the league. In basketball, I think that's a real thing. More, more often than not, you are – at worst, a top three player in the game if your basketball team ends up with a top three record. That is where we should be getting the MVP from. Yeah, I do believe that it is, it is, a, good, it is a good way of going about it where that's part of the criteria. I'm not giving an MVP to a player in the NBA who's on you know, the seventh seed or in the play-in or something like that. Like Basketball is one of those sports where if you have the best player, then you should be doing a considerable amount of winning. And so I don't think it's the end-all, be-all, but you, if you're the MVP, you got to be probably a top three seed. You certainly have to have home court advantage in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely, yes. Um, you know, and if, if you have a historical season, like you score 100 points in a game and average 40, or you do a 30-point triple-double for the year, I'm willing to be flexible on this. But sure. over 90% of the time, I, I think that's where we should be getting it. Okay, so I just wanted to throw that out there and, and see, you know, our thoughts on it because um, the consensus now is it's a two-man MVP race. Uh, with uh, Joel Embiid, uh, uh, who w- will not meet the minimum games. Jokic is the betting favorite, but it feels wide open between him and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And if the Thunder claim the West number one seed, uh, CBS writer says C- SGA will deservedly win the award. It'll be interesting if OKC finishes ahead of Denver but does not secure the top seed at that point. Giannis and or Luka still have room to make a stretch run push. Both are having outrageous seasons, but to me, Giannis is battling the narrative of the underperforming Bucks. Doncic is the dark horse. If the Mavs secure a top five seed and Doncic wins the scoring title, which he's a virtual lock to do, and neither the Thunder or Nuggets get the top seed, Luka could potentially make it a tough decision on voters, particularly if he gets uh, if he goes scorched earth down the stretch. So, a lot of work to do. 
but top five seed without the number one overall seed going uh, to you know Denver or OKC could get the job done. How realistic is it right now, Chief? Well, I think I think it's decently realistic when you consider the fact that like Minnesota, with the way they're playing, if they can keep their pace and they can be the one seed without having a guy, you know, they have Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, neither one of those guys in the MVP race. So uh, I think there's a, there's a there's an avenue where this can happen. You're going to need the Mavs to. You obviously do some winning, get into that top four probably uh, in the seeding, which is going to be a little bit of a challenge, but all very doable for them. Uh, and we know Luca, the tear that he's on, I don't think like his play will – I think that's the guarantee. It's just can the team win and can they get the right teams losing when it comes to the Nuggets and, and the Thunder so that you can make this happen. But I, I think it's there for the taking. And he's inching – like every day it's it's a, a little bit shorter odds, a little bit shorter odds. And so yeah. he's he's definitely a name that people are throwing around right now. He, he's got a chance. How much does it matter, Brian? Your guy wins the MVP. It's fun. It is fun. And, uh, you know, but as a, uh, as a fan of the Mavs, yeah, you want to see those guys get there. You, you want to see Luka get rewarded for the type of, you know, the commitment he made in the offseason to make himself a better player. He's always been a very talented player. We, that's never been a question. But there's things he had to do from last season to this season. The conditioning part of it we've talked about, the willingness to play defense. I think you'd have to say, you know, he gets the MVP. You're looking at that and saying, man, Luca, there now he's a more of a, comp- a more complete player, and hmm. that's where you. That's why it matters. It, yeah, I yeah love that's that. why it matters because he did it because he had to change his game, or he had to change his habits yeah. in order to make his game more complete. And I think it, it, the MVP gives him that. It's that recognition, that uh-huh. acknowledgement that hey. Your hard work actually paid off. Yeah, and it, it's good to be seen. It's good to be recognized. I yeah. think all, all fans want to believe their guy is the best in the league, and I think if, if he wins an MVP, you know, it makes your claim for that, I think, significantly more realistic. It completes yeah. a resume as, as sure. far as being one of the all-time greats. And if you can win multiples, I think it's where it really starts to get interesting and, in, in, uh, you know, that next-level achievement. Um, but it's going to take team success. I'm not going to put it past the Mavs to experience that team success. Even though the defense looked rough yesterday, that's to be expected against Indiana. And every a hard now and then you're going to have with. a bad game defensively, and yeah. it happens against Indiana. You're going to give up 133. Like yeah. last night, I get off the plane, and I'm looking at people blaming Tim Hardaway Jr., and like he didn't have a good scoring game again. I think that's a separate story. Like he has not reacted well to the trade and his, his changed role. Maybe they need to reduce his playing time significantly. But yesterday was all about the defense. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, can the Warriors crack the top six? I don't know. Doc Rivers and the Bucks. That's a huge storyline as well. Wimbenyama should be a lock for Rookie of the Year. LeBron's now approaching forty thousand career points, and that's going to be great. Could happen in the next week or so. Um, but those are amongst the storylines as the home stretch approaches here in the association. Here's Eric Chia followed with the rest of this rim sesh. Really like this from Zach Lowe with ESPN talking about Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving finding new ways to amplify each other. 
and he noted that the Mavs have been on a heater uh, since the trade deadline, bringing in P.J. Washington and Daniel Gafford. You know, one of those things that needs to happen, too, is, and I think in time I'm still, I got patience for it, but P.J. Washington offensively finding his groove I think will be important for the Mavericks and their long-term success here uh, when it comes to closing out this season. But you, you bring these guys in, obviously, and you wonder when you have two great players like this, is it just going to be like a your turn, my turn kind of deal? Okay, uh, Kyrie, you go ahead. This is your possession. I'll just kind of – I'm Luke. I'll go stand in the corner, and you dance and do your thing, and then I'll get my chance, and that's how we'll do it. But uh, you have Zach Lowe talking about how it's 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 scarier than that when it comes to Luka and Kyrie because they've been working in tandem more and more since Kyrie has returned from injury on February 5th. Nice. And so you're getting less of the your turn, my turn, yes. and you're getting more of them running pick and rolls together. Uh, and they're actually uh, – they're running more pick and rolls together per game in that stretch since Kyrie's comeback. Defenses try to preempt uh, preempt that by guarding Doncic and, and Irving with like-sized players so they can switch the Irving-Doncic two-man game without conceding mismatches, but that's not necessarily the way it unfolds here. And he breaks down a couple of different plays that illustrate it and how it really challenges defense uh, defenses, even with really good defenders. He talks about the Thunder, and here's Jalen Williams, and here's, uh, here's Lou Dort, two guys that should be capable of handling something like this, but when you're talking about Kyrie and Luka getting involved in a pick-and-roll action together, you're going to need some of the greatest defensive players to ever live in order to consistently contain that. And uh, he notes the Mavs have scored 121 points per 100 possessions with Doncic and Irving on the floor, which is about uh, equivalent to Boston's top-ranked offense on the season. So, And he's betting that on that number actually going up as, as Kyrie and Luka deepen their chemistry together. So, Well, that's huge, and I, I think a lot of that's Luka, Eric. I didn't mean to cut you no, off you're there good. at the end, but last year what we saw a lot of him was, oh, it's not my possession. I'm not even looking at the ball jogging to the corner to go stand, and that's bad. Uh, you know, the, the, the superstar's going to make life easier on their teammates, for every teammate. If you are also a superstar and you can use the space they create, it should put the game on easy mode for you. And then the third and fourth person to touch the ball in that sequence, just outstanding the quality of looks they can get. Um, and it's one of the reasons I do believe the Mavs are a very legitimate contender in this wide-open West. Speaking of the West, congratulations to Nikola Jokic being the first player in NBA history with 14 or more rebounds and 14 or more assists in three consecutive games. Uh, he's he's changing he's changing the archetype here. We're, we're, you're yeah. not used to seeing the big man who can get all the rebounds and then pass it the way that he's able to pass it. But he's a unique individual, and uh, that is that's a historic run that closed down uh, over the weekend. Their three game stretch. I mean, the difference is he's he's secure with the ball enough that he can catch it high post and distribute out of that so much. It just gives him so many more assist opportunities. A unique guy. I mean, I, I guess Giannis is that guy to me as well, but I just always looked at him as a point guard instead of that traditional post. Agreed. Now, uh, we have some sound of Paolo Banchero of uh, the Orlando Magic that we'll get to here in just a second. I don't know if, if what he did warranted the, the emotions and the, uh, the, the, the crying that actually uh, may or may not have taken place. We will hear from him. Uh, but I did want to also note that the Los Angeles Clippers – are doing quite the revamp here. Uh, we know that they yeah. have their, their new arena that's going to be coming uh, and unveiled next season. So the Intuit Arena is what it's called. It's going to be 
it's going to be really the first of its kind with all the different technologies, and we've talked about the different things that it's going to have and some of the perks of being a Clippers fan if you're going to be going to those games. The amount of bathrooms, like their owner, Steve Ballmer, like he doesn't want a, bu- a line for the bathrooms, and now we're, we don't have the home court advantage. Everybody's getting quiet in there because everybody's waiting in line to go number one. He's going to have more than enough accommodations from a facility standpoint to keep the Clippers in their seats. But one of the things they're doing, a new brand identity, new logo, jerseys, a new court. It's a full re- uh, rebrand that'll debut next season with their $2 billion arena. So uh, some of the, I mean, I think the early returns, everybody's seemingly liking this. I mean, it's a new look uniform. Uh, they're, they're keeping the, the same red, blue, and white. It's a little bit more navy, though, when it comes to the blue. The logo, I don't even know how to describe, but it's There's uniquely. like a boat in there. There's like a yacht, a sailing yacht in there. Is that what it is in yeah. there? Okay. I think, I think that's what they mean by a clipper. Yeah, I think that's what a sailboat. clipper is. It's yeah. like a sailboat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brought us is going, yeah, yeah, like we should have known that. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I like sailing. I like sailing. I've sailed on I sailed on a, a, an American Cup yacht, one in 1942, I think it was. How far did you sail? I sailed. We sailed. We were in a, a race. I was, oh, a, really? I was, a, I was a, what they call a grinder. Yeah, like I moved the sails. Like there's a, there, you were the I, muscle man on the boat? Muscle man on the boat. Yeah. It, it's, I'll tell you what, sailing is, is wonderful. It's a lot of work, though. Even coming in last place, it's still wonderful. Oh, no, we were, we were the third boat. Yeah, I, Out of three? I, yeah, I was, I was struggling a little bit. You know, old man. With the, you know, I was having to do the moving the sails, and I had to take a break every once in a while. Is this pre-crawfish shoulder? Yeah, it's pre-crawfish shoulder, okay. but, but it was kind of precursor to what potentially was going to happen to me. Started seeing the signs of yeah, I mean, shoulder issues. Yeah, but that, that boat, is, <laughs> it, yeah, we were out there in, uh, I was in Newport, Rhode Island, sailing. I tell you what, man, sailing's a blast. If you ever, you ought to, you ought to watch it. You didn't get motion sickness? No, I, I no. Trust me, I took Dramamine. Okay, I took Dramamine on the drive home from the airport last night. <laughs> if I wasn't, if I wouldn't have been the one driving, I would have needed it. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, that's cool. So we learned something yeah, new yeah, about Bradas today. You don't yeah. know what you don't know. You didn't know what a Clipper was. It's a boat. It's a sailboat. I was seventy-five percent sure. Who do we work with here, Dawson? I thought it was uh, it was like a like a barbershop situation. Oh, that was like hair clippers. Okay. You know, like they have a barber pole for their logo. This is that TikTok generation we talk about. Yeah. You know, to read a book. See, for I'd, me, I'd we like didn't have TikTok, <laughs> so we had to watch whatever sports were on TV, which at times in the summer was America's Cup. What okay? is this book? Is this is this a is this a uh, NBA logos book? Get the history of every NBA logo sure. here, so I could be educated. Sure. Yeah. You do five hours of radio a day. It might do you some good. Why you, why you watch dog and his logo awareness, Brian? <laughs> I'm sure he missed me. In the- <laughs> <laughs> we, we we had a couple of watch dog and situations. Did we? Down. Me and me and Walchuk actually had a nice little snippy back and forth with each other last week in regards to the draft. Oh, really? Because I threw a number at him and like he didn't know what to do other than say go f yourself number. And uh, so we had a little back and forth. There's nothing worse than working on the draft and someone calling you out and you don't have an answer for it. It wasn't he, supposed to be the draft expert. Uh, I really don't know what you're talking about at this point. No, he he didn't. Uh, it was a JJ McCarthy thing. I'll, oh, I'll, no. I'll I'll give it to you a little bit later on. But I, I want to clip it. I want to play this it's sound. A clipper. I want to play this sound of Paolo Banchero of the Orlando. Did you Magic. guys watch the young guys game on the All Star weekend? Uh, a little bit of I, it. I, I was mostly watching Micah that night. I think. I think they. I think they. I think they tried. The young guys tried in that game a little bit more. They tried a little bit more. Micah was cooking. He was. Do you think Micah could play G League? Yeah, he could. He could play G League. Yeah, he'd he come off much, the bench in the G League. He would. He would. He would be good defensively. 
Dude, that movie he had where he spun back to the left side and finished lefty, that was high level. Like, he was a major problem, I bet, in high school. Or whenever he last played basketball, he was the best player on his team. Did you almost throw up just a second ago? No, that was not a throw up. That was just I, that was a needed burp. That was an emergency burp situation there. I didn't want to okay. do it live in the microphone. Dawson was making a great point, and you just acted like you were just. You vomited <laughs> like, over my mic. I appreciate He threw up in his mouth, and he just got a. <laughs> he swallowed it back. I thought that spin move was kind of ass myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Some say Micah was trying harder in that celebrity game than he was in the uh, Okay, you know, game. what are you doing here? Nah. I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and That's throw journalism. it to break. I'm definitely not uh, getting into the Palo Benchero. What do you do? He cried during the game. What do you do? Well, I'll tell you what. We'll let you know what Paolo Benchero did on the other side. He's a side. good player. If Brian allows it. If Brian allows it. And yeah, okay, blaming it on me, of course. Broadus is going to love our top ten list of the day because yesterday was National Clam Chowder Day, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. And Wolchuk... Walchuk loves his clam chowder. He does love some clam chowder. So does Baratus. Yep. Looking forward to that. I need you to on jump on to at Nation, the X account, uh, where you will find the scoreboard for today's show. And uh, we'd love if you follow us. We'll get you updates and your opportunity to vote on the G-Bag of the day quite regularly there if you go ahead and jump in there and follow us. But you got to check out the scoreboard. Okay, top 10, as Chief mentioned, is coming up next here. It's the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.